0: How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor.
1: I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Well,
2: we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live.
3: Greetings, fans of golf, and welcome to another edition of the 19th hole as presented by golf talk live i'm alan depew your co-host on our little round virtual round table as we discuss everything in the golf industry the tour events and any uh anything else because
4: that's we how can. we roll
3: <laughs> that's how we roll because we join. can and we're awesome <laughs> joining me you bar right, let's not him. get
4: let's not get too aggressive here all right Christian
3: is famous, andrew depew welcome gentlemen how we doing We are doing doing fantastic.
4: fantastic. By the way, I I know we were talking pre getting on the air. I know obviously wedding is coming up. Dad, I don't know if I showed you these. Hold on one second. I need to show you the bathing suits that I'm rocking in the Bahamas because these things, no, these things are cool. These things are super cool. I don't
5: think we or our listener audience want to have that picture in our head. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm glad we're only recording the audio if, at this juncture, what the hell is that? Oh, they're buffaloes, ladies and gentlemen. They're red oh. buffalo. So
4: they are knee just just short of knee height. Is
5: that swim supposed trunks. to be for the Bills?
3: Is that supposed to be for Bills Mafia? That is a Bills Mafia swimsuit right there, like nice. And by the way, I will also say that is nowhere found on my show notes.
4: Well, you know. You you
5: toss us off the show notes nine times out of ten, so I'm sorry right, that that baiting suit will forever be worth nothing. So
4: yeah, well, we didn't trade away our star quarterback for you know a bag of pucks or footballs. Hey,
5: I, I I agree, but
4: we're not we're, we're not a football that. podcast, though. What do, what do I know?
5: We'll get into that discussion when we uh, when we see each other down the road. I think we play the NFC
4: East actually this year.
5: They do. Seventeen game season just got released
3: today. Well, gentlemen, while you're debating football, I'm actually deep into March Madness. I've got the games on Elite Eight because we are recording on Tuesday night. Needed yeah. to record a little early. Needed to record a little early this week. I'm catching some games. I do have my Tito's in uh, Tito's on the Rocks because we're down in Texas once again for the Valero. So I'm honoring that, but. I'm also trying to make up for my brackets on the uh, March Madness after the debacle brackets. I turned in oh, down call. in the Dell. So, well. funny,
4: f- different bracket, the true March Madness bracket. We have a work one going on. Despite, you know, Christian, you want to give me crap about my bracket and our group little one that we do, I am currently sitting second. I need Gonzaga to go down, and if Gonzaga goes down and
5: Houston, Not gonna happen. And Houston advances – your boy is winning and bringing home some I'm not just saying this because I picked Gonzaga, but first off, obviously, speaking of Gonzaga, um, some pretty, I think it's it was bad news to begin with, but good news afterwards. I, again, we're, we're getting off topic here, but one of the referees today are collapsed in the Gonzaga and USC game. He was up conscious, but we wish him all the best. Um, hopefully he's doing well. Wanted to give him a shout out. Just let him know that everybody's thinking of him and hopefully he's feeling well as we speak, but. Getting back to it really quick, Gonzaga, they haven't had a game yet where they've uh, slutted. They've they uh, beat teams Gonzaga, by 20.
3: There, there's nobody that's going to touch them. I
5: mean – Maybe Baylor is
3: their is, best halftime choice.
4: Halftime is 49-30. Yeah,
5: exactly. I mean, they haven't put up under 40 points all, all first half. Like, they've been averaging 40 points a half. It's just yeah. like the team's just – it's no Baylor, comparison.
3: Didn't, didn't they play earlier in the season, Baylor and Gonzaga?
5: Yeah, Gonzaga beat them. Yeah, by like twenty five, and it wasn't even close. It was it Gonzaga was, really hasn't had a tough competition all season, but like even yeah. if they do have a co- tough competition, they just blow them out by twenty.
3: Yeah, yeah. Houston, so, baby.
4: Houston, what's up?
3: So, so the so what we're saying is they're heating up just like the tour is heating up, just like the golf season's heating up.
4: It's all connected. It's
3: all it's all in it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We've got the Valero hey, in the heat of don't, hot. Don't, don't mess
4: around degrees. with the six degrees of Kevin Bacon.
3: We got ANA out in Mission Hills, out in California. And we are knocking on the door. We're going to get to it a little bit later in the show. But, boys, we're only a week away from Augusta.
4: You know, I got a – we have a work – we got a work pool. We got a work pool uh, that I will be running for the first time at uh, Augusta National Week. So, should be interesting. I got my picks kind of starting to be – Put together for that week, just based off of the ABCD format, which would be pretty cool. But uh, it golf is always a big one. It's always best when it starts, and that's only right after Augusta National week. So, looking forward to the official kind of launch to the golf season and uh, being able to kind of I'm go from so there. So excited for Augusta! Yeah, I, <laughs> maybe your picks will that, actually make the cut this time, oh, without sorry.
3: question. Very, very much looking forward to Augusta. But, guys, I want to turn the conversation a little bit back, to because we've actually had a Tony Leodora. I failed to mention he's on assignment, and he's on assignment for us. So we had a Tony Leodora sighting. The traveling golfer has been found, and he has a great conversation coming up. We're going to throw it over to him in a minute about golf equipment. We were talking about golf equipment last on the last show a lot. And golf equipment, especially, Christian, your new putter. I see you there in the background uh, getting your new putter ready. Andrew,
4: no better spot to use a putter than? A perfect practice putting mat. And I uh, I was using Old Faithful that I'm, I'm going to start calling Billy Baroo and all those other fun names. But, uh, no, the only place to use it is definitely a perfect practice putting mat. And we can't talk about rolling the rock without them. They are – Our greatest friends over at Perfect Practice. Uh, These mats are the realest of deals. If you're looking to get better at putting right now, they work for the number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson, and they'll work for you too, because obviously they've helped my putting since I've actually been able to play a little bit better. They come in three main sizes all the way from their compact edition up to their XL version that stretches out to 15 feet when fully extended. If you're looking to get your practice in now, right before the golf season does start here in the next couple of weeks, use our code GTL15. Again, that's code GTL15 for 15% off your mat today. And again, if I can't, iterate, you know, emphasize this enough, if they're good enough for Dustin Johnson at getting better, they're definitely going to help you too. So make sure you get those in the, in the works now before uh, the golf season is officially upon us.
5: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I got to get my hands on one of them. Obviously, like Alan said, I got a new putter. So, um, you know, it's a great way to get your uh, game in tune here because uh, golf season's right around the corner. Except uh, up here in Upstate New York, because we're supposed to get four inches of snow on Thursday. But I was gonna say it's
4: seventy-seven in my apartment right now. We got the windows open, and Thursday it's supposed to be a like a foot of snow. Can't. It's unbelievable. Can't get rid of it. Another false spring, boys. But hey, I'll tell you what.
3: Let's throw it down to Tony. He was able to catch up. We're, We're talking Volvic, and we're talking Tour Edge. Tony Leodora.
0: Well folks, at Golf Talk Live, you've been hearing us talking about the golf boom, well since the second half of 2020 at least, when things started to open in certain parts of the country and people headed to the golf courses rather than be locked in their houses. And it has continued into 2021. How do we know? Well, try to make a tee time in your favorite course and see how far you get unless you're way in advance, or look at the numbers coming across from entities such as the National Golf Foundation, etc. But we decided to take it even further into the inner workings of the golf industry. And if people are playing more golf, it should follow that they're buying more golf balls because they're probably losing more golf balls, and maybe buying some more equipment. So part one, we decided to check in with someone who's been on the show a number of times, a credible expert in the world of golf balls. He is Wes Whittingham, vice president of sales for Volvik. Yeah, the high-colored, high-animated golf balls. Wes, welcome back to Golf Talk Live.
1: Thank you, Tony. Great to be with
0: you. Great to be with you, too. That was a long intro, but I had to set the stage for you. And let me ask the big question. Is the Golf Talk Live hypothesis correct? Are golf ball sales up? 110% accurate. All right. We'd love to hear that. Uh, Tell us what it was like for the second half of 2020, and then we'll go further.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Happy to. So needless to say, uh, March through May for uh, most of my peers in the golf industry last year uh, went into, you know, there's the pandemic and then there's panic. Yeah, right. And uh, all of us were kind of in a panic situation of how are we going to uh, survive uh, the shutdown? But then all of a sudden, like you just uh, introduced, Key sheets started filling up and demand for products started increasing, uh, not all at once, but, you know, kind of spotty around the country. And, uh, boy, Tony, let me tell you, from June through December in 2020, uh, it was literally crazy. I mean, if, if you think that uh, sales were off anywhere from 75 to 55% based on the category, uh, in that March through May time frame, and then you started seeing record industry sales starting in June all the way through December, to the point that there were certain categories where you just simply could not uh, purchase any additional product. <laughs> I guarantee you that if your listeners went out and tried to acquire a cart, a pole cart, or a golf bag, or a starter set, or whatever it might have been, uh, there were several stores and several online entities that were completely sold out.
0: Wow, Wes, that's that's amazing. The second part of that big question, though, is would it continue in 2021? And have you seen that you know, we've had perks in the past in the golf industry, uh, in interest, and then we see them go the other way. What have sure. you seen in 2021?
1: Okay, so, uh You know, as as I'm sure uh, you've probably covered with your listeners, last year there were certain categories that didn't bounce back or have the uh,
0: rebound effect that uh, other categories did.
1: Clearly, golf balls, the ammo category, uh, is based on rounds played, and we certainly had a very robust year. But there were certain soft good uh, entities uh, in apparel and in some cases footwear that – just didn't see that same kind of rebound.
0: And certainly that certainly golf travel didn't bounce back right away. And golf es- travel especially in the lockdown states. Now the other states
1: Yeah. No the, Tony, no question about it. Yeah. And and I, I think this year what we're gonna see is some of those categories that didn't see that rebound uh in twenty twenty are certainly going to see a nice little rebound and pick up in 2021 and I guarantee you you hit the nail on the head with the travel industry Uh, I suspect that golf travel covers and travel cases are going to be virtually sold out uh, when we get to the summer months the vacation months of June on and uh, people are just itching to jump on an airplane or jump in their car and uh, pack the clubs and go anywhere where they can go tee it up with their friends and family, and have a good time. And that's that's what I think uh, we're certainly going to see as we go into 2021, and we see the rate of vaccinations continue to go up. Yeah,
0: and of course we're talking about you know the categories that showed a big uptick, uh, you know, with uh, youth and new golfers, and in both of those categories, I think. That is right in Volvic's wheelhouse because they're going to be a little bit more approachable to those bright-colored golf balls, the golf balls with cartoon characters on them, comic characters, those things, um, as opposed to that stodgy old guy from Marion or Pine Valley, you know, who plays nothing but, you know, Plain white, wears nothing but white shirts and khaki pants. So I think that that's got to be right in your wheelhouse.
1: No question about it. And We did see uh, half a million new golfers uh, hit the links last year. Uh, Certainly that trend with uh, women, juniors, uh, new players. Players that uh, probably, you know, the NGF was nice enough to give us a category that, up until a few years ago, probably nobody really took uh, seriously, and that is the off-course golfer. You know, what is an off-course golfer? An off-course golfer is somebody who plays in a simulator or perhaps goes out to a top golf facility and never really sees the golf course. And when a lot of those facilities shut down last year because of the pandemic and social distancing, you know, where did they go? They still wanted to play, so they ventured out onto their local golf course. And, you know, as you referenced at the very beginning of the show, uh, try and make a tea time right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, good luck.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Now you know why we got Wes Whittingham on here. As an expert, he is the expert. Best way to find out more about Volvic Golf Balls, Wes? Easy. Visit our website,
1: volvic.com. Volvik. kcom com, and let me tell you, we've got a golf ball literally for
0: everybody. All right, Wes Whittingham from Volvik, right here on Golf Talk Live. Well, folks, you got some evidence from the golf ball side of the industry. Now we turn the page and see if it also translates that more people are buying equipment, which means more people are playing and new people coming in the game. So we have a real expert here. John Claffey, Vice President of Marketing for Tour Edge Golf, based right here in America, Batavia, Illinois. John, welcome back to Golf Talk Live.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on, Tony.
0: So, through these last few months of the pandemic, we keep hearing reports that some equipment companies are seeing an increase in sales. That's probably not completely accurate with TourEdge because they're not seeing some improvement in sales. You're seeing record sales every month. Tell us about it.
2: Yeah, you know, we were already on a, on a nice little stretch there, five straight years with our, our personal company best sales, and, and every year of the past five years. So we were growing a nice clip but the uh you know the pandemic hit a year ago uh, almost to this day and um we got shut down for a couple months and it looked pretty dire but um you know right around you know the middle of may to june um, last year it you know all these new golfers were coming to the game i think it was half a million juniors they said last year 30 yep. more new golfers and it had an extreme effect um, we were positioned pretty well with, because we offer a golf club for every single type of golfer and price point, from your professional to your beginner. But um, you know, it just became this really crazy phenomenon. Um, not only a silver lining, but something that was, you know, outdoing any Tiger effect we'd ever seen, and uh, <laughs> kind of harking back to the in the '80s when the graphite shaft and metal was were invented and really changed our game forever. Yeah. It felt a lot
0: like that, and uh, and it's not stopping, Tony. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you're hitting on the second question. So uh, I want John Claffey to take off his tour edge hat and put on his Swami hat. Does this carry into the future, 2021 and beyond, or is this just a blip?
2: I don't think it's a blip. I, I think you know what happened, Tony. Is a lot of this had to do with the softening up of of millions of people with the, you know, the top golf and the golf shack phenomenon that happened where it became a social event to go swing some golf clubs and have fun and with food. And when the pandemic hit, they had been, they had had that experience and I, I think they came to the game saying, okay, this is a great sport to go out and be safe and be outside and get exercise. And, um, everybody's doing it. So there were obviously a lot of core golfers that were bringing new golfers into the mix. And I believe that they're here to stay. Um, you know, if it's not bolted down right now and, and across the golf industry, it's
0: going out the door and quickly, Yeah, um, to, the, to the point where there's back orders and
2: people <laughs> are waiting, you know, a long time to get their clubs. And, um, it's because their passion for the game has been sparked. And we all know that once that happens with golf, it's hard to turn that off. It's, uh, it's one of those, you know, kind of addicting games that really gets under your skin, and sometimes in a bad way. But mostly, uh, it meets, keeps you wanting to come back and get gets more of it. So, I think that's going to keep happening for quite a while. Obviously, at some point, you'll hit critical mass. But uh, I think we're just starting to scratch the surface with uh, spreading this out, and it doesn't seem so uh, so crazy
0: that we built all these golf courses, you know, ten years ago now to kind of meet this demand. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you have it. A regeneration of a lifestyle for Americans. And it is pretty much given evidence to that by John Claffey, Vice President of Marketing for Tour Edge Golf. John, best way to find out more about Tour Edge and all the great new products they have right now?
2: Yeah, TourEdge.com. You can uh, you can see all our great new stuff on there and, and the fact that we just uh, signed uh, the legendary Bernhard Langer.
0: tour. Yeah yes he did all right john claffey thanks for being with us folks you get the inside scoop on the golf industry right here on golf talk live
3: and we are back back from what we're going to call now tea time with tony see what i did there t-e-e tea time with tony it's going to be our regular monthly feature Uh, As the traveling golfer, you can only pin him down every once in a while. Like I said, he's like, where's Waldo? I mean, he's all over the place. But uh, we really appreciate him catching up with uh, Wes Winningham of Volvic and John Claffey of Tour Edge. Boys, two really good product lines. Talking
4: equipment, I mean,
3: there's two really
0: good ones.
4: Well, first of all, you finally have an actually good little rhyme there. It was like a Dr. Seuss moment here on the show, which I was actually fascinated by. Usually you just go on a ramble mode. So You're, you're I just still wanted... laughing about my, my
3: conversation about how my, the Wool socks make my feel yeah, like, uh, like my tootsies feel well.
4: Yeah. That, that, that. Uh, yeah. So first of all, I, I, I want to give you a round of applause because you actually Thank were on you. point there. Uh, no, Volvic, yeah, is yeah, obvi- yeah, clap. <laughs> Volvic is obviously a big one. Um, I mean, you hear all of these other guys on tour and you see the tour edge is obviously starting to make a big name on the, on the senior PGA and, and, and those tours. So it's definitely cool. Um, greatly appreciate Tony, you getting those interviews for us and being able to share those with us. Cause we always love hearing the uh, cool insights from those in those roles. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously can't complain when you got two great products like them.
3: I agree. Agree. Agree completely. So boys, we're look, let's look ahead. We're going to look ahead, but we're going to look ahead by looking back. I actually dug up and went into our new year's Eve show and found our predictions Oh, for the NA, the ANA, the LPGA's first major of the year. Would I you guys like to know who I you picked?
4: Want to know? This could be bad.
3: This I'm
5: gonna bad. go. I'm gonna guess for myself. I'm either gonna say I picked Lydia Coe, or I'm gonna go now Lydia Coe. I got a feeling here, Lydia Coe. Okay. I'm writing it down. You see me writing it down?
3: Okay. I'm Andrew. Who do you think guess. you picked? Daniel. Okay, and I maybe said somebody like uh, Nelly Corda.
4: You also have it in front of you. That's cheating.
3: Well, the truth is none of us picked.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs> the reason was is because at that juncture, they still didn't know if they were going to actually have another ANA major championship because California had shut down the world. And as even though golf is the greatest social distance sport out there. So we that was one of the two majors we were unable to select. So now I'm going to ask you the other question. Now that you just made that guess, is that who you stick with? Who no. is your predictions this week no. for the ANA first LPGA major of the year? No. Um,
5: my pick is changing, first off. Uh, second off, my pick's going to be Nelly Corda. Um, like and I said d- Nelly Corda. I, don't, I don't know. It doesn't mean I can't pick her, though. I All think right. she's going to be a multiple time major winner this season alone. I think you'll see multiple quarter sisters. I think both her and her sister will win a major this season.
4: Okay, Andrew? I'm going to actually switch picks, but I'm going to stick with Christian's original guess. I'm actually going to go with Lydia Ko. I think she's a phenomenal talent. I think she's just – it's hard to bet against her. So, you know, since we're uh, looking like we're all changing, it looks like, maybe not you, but uh, I'm going to go with Lydia Ko.
3: I, I as I said, I am sticking with Nelly Cordo because like you said, I had the luxury of, not, of knowing or not knowing as just the case may be so I think she is the, she is clearly the player that is elevating her game uh, in 2021 without question. I think any title has to go past her first. I agree that you,
4: you're not wrong. I mean, Hard to hard to bet against one of the even one of the court sisters and, and and so I don't can't disagree with you. Right,
3: you think there's anybody that hops up there? I mean, Lydia's obviously a good selection, but uh, is I there mean, anybody? you can't go
5: wrong with Danielle Kang too. I mean, yeah. she's going to be knocking on the door, obviously. I mean, but then again, though, you could always have um, Stacy Lewis pop up there as well. You could have Lexi Thompson come up here as well. You know, Lexi. I mean, there's, there's there's just a handful of phenomenal women golfers that could just come out of out of nowhere. I mean, we could even see a first time winner this year. I mean, you, you don't you don't know really what's going to happen. Um, you know, Minji so, Lee could do it. I mean, so you, you could p- pick a handful. Of
3: women. Here's an interesting question: NB Park just smokes the field.
5: Yeah, and literally, she, she's another one.
3: And literally, and literally said she entered it as a tune-up for the A. N. A. Yeah. Does she does she remain hot this week?
5: I could easily see it personally. I mean, she's one of the best players in the world. I mean, she's if it was a tune-up for her. Um, for her though, it's not necessarily her ball striking. She needs to putt well, and if she puts out inside twenty feet, phenomenal or somewhat decent, then she'll have a very good chance of lifting that trophy um, come Sunday. I think you that's say, a big thing. You for say her.
4: It's within twenty feet because that's usually
5: all as far as she is away from the hole. I mean, this woman is exactly. Like you that's said, why her ball striking is never an ball issue. ball striking
4: has never been the issue. I think she won't get it done, and I'll tell you why. I think it's the same reason Christian you mentioned. Or putting is the issue if there is one, which I mean, I would like to have that problem, I guess, because it's still phenomenal week in, week out. But um, I don't think it is because it's so hard to go back to back weeks, you know, and be successful. And there's so many great talents out there that it's it's not easy to win. And it's definitely not easy to win in back to back weeks. So not that I don't think that she has the ability to get it done. I just think if there's if I'm going to go between her and the field after her getting it done, I'm going with the field just out of the, the premise of who else is out there.
5: I agree. I concur.
3: Should be some great TV. It's on the West Coast, obviously, so we'll be able to watch it a little later on, uh, on Sunday. Uh, Mission Hills, amazing golf course. Another amazing golf course is right here in the Philadelphia area. It's warm out, boys. I'm the got a tea time waiting. When you coming down, get out of that four inches
5: of snow and join me. at the snow relief us,
3: and join me at Bella Vista Golf Club, our one of our great sponsors. Let's take a quick message from them.
4: When it comes to great golf in Philadelphia's western suburbs, the conversation always turns to Bella Vista Golf Course. This must-play facility, designed by Jim Blachowicz, is known for its great layout and even greater conditions. It's also home to La Masseria, an elegant facility for weddings, banquets, and private parties. For more information, go to bellavistagc.com. And don't forget their sister courses, Mainland Golf Course in Harleysville and Morgan Hill in Easton
3: and we are back and we are going to title this the last ticket to augusta
0: so Man, up we're going to change
3: it up stuff. usually usually i throw it out there and tell you what all the experts are saying but given our resounding ability to forecast the future recently sarcasm we're going to i want to throw out picks first and then i want to tell you what the betting odds and everything are and get your opinion on it
5: Perfect. Are we doing a? Uh, are we doing our normal pick? Like, our are we We are doing our a... normal. We're
3: doing our pick. Plus, we're doing a dark horse rule okay. for the dark horse. Once again, is they they double points. They have to win. They have to be outside the top forty. And I get to pick my my two first because All I right. make the goal. Perfect. So, what do you so got? I'm, I'm torn because I don't know which one I want to be the dark. They're both outside the top forty.
5: Okay.
3: And I don't know which one I want to be my dark horse and which one's my go-to. I'm thinking, and I'm going to stick with it, my go-to, Jordan Spieth. <laughs> Did I really just take that? Did You I really, really just to took my me? pick.
5: I swear to God you took my oh, pick. Oh, they're really I probably
3: would... going to hurt you and tell you my dark horse <laughs> Matt No, actually,
5: that wasn't my dark horse, no. Okay. No. Um, phenomenal pick, first off. Not only is he from Texas, he loves playing in the state of Texas. Um, He always plays well at this tournament, knows his uh, golf course very, very well. And again, Jordan's been climbing up the leaderboards as of late. I I see him winning and breaking through this season, if not at Augusta. I mean, he could even do it this week, have a phenomenal showing, take a ton of positives, and then go right over to Augusta and win. You know, you just don't know what's going to happen. But phenomenal pick. I love that, actually. Andrew, who you got?
4: Uh, well, I believe you said it was outside top 40 that we're going with. So I believe I'm actually following suit with two different picks outside the top 40. Um, my first one is going to be, uh, a guy who I'm going to go with higher rank first, just cause I think he's obviously, um, he's got a better shot and that's none other than Corey Connors. Um, this, I dude think that's, is,
3: I, I, Andrew, I, I, I gotta tell you. Between him and Sam Ryder, I was I was torn as to uh, picking both of those guys.
4: Uh, obviously, we all know what he's done in the past. We know that obviously Corey has uh, you know got some near and dear with being up in the northern up uh, up north of us, and uh, for all of us Northerners in the Northeast, we try to always represent as best as we can and support those up north because well, they're our, our, our fellow uh, brethren, but um, you know Corey's won here before. He knows the track. He knows what it takes. He's been here. He's been playing well, might I add, and you know, quite frankly, he one here in nineteen too. Well, and that's my point. So he won here in yeah. nineteen to get to Augusta. Um, I think Corey's a is a very solid pick, and then I'm going a little bit of a different play style, uh, a little bit more of a bomber, uh, but I'm going Cameron Champ. I think Cameron Champ is a guy that's gonna to look to prove something on tour. He's obviously a young phenom. He hits the ball literally a country mile, and he's a guy that I could truly see making a making a difference. It's just a matter of if the putting stroke, you know, gets him going this week. So
5: yeah, another two great picks. Um, my my first pick is another fellow Longhorn himself. Played pretty well at the Dell match, playing the championship match last week. I'm going with Scotty Scheffler. I agree. I think he's going to play well. If he doesn't get it done, I think he's going to take a lot of positives from this week and move him to Augusta. Um, This is a complete dark horse for me. I just know that this kid played phenomenal at Pebble Beach, the Pro-Am, and it was his first tour event ever. Um, I'm going to butcher his name, Oxay Batia. He's a left-hander. I saw him on social media first, and that kid bombs the ball. I'll tell you what, he does, doesn't he? unbelievable he has such a pure swing he goes after it he's he's aggressive and he played so well at Pebble Beach i i just think the kid's is going to be
3: I, I i don't have this i don't have the pga store, tour stats up in front of me but do i remember them saying that he's not shot above above par yet no
5: he's not shot actual... above par
3: that's what i thought yeah
5: yeah you know he's got a later tee time but again i i think he's just going to play pretty well this week this course kind of sets up for a little bit of a bomber as well um and I think that if you can, again, it goes back to what we've been saying, if you can putt well, i will have a chance on Sunday.
4: I'm surprised, and I wanted, to, I wanted to let you finish, but I'm surprised with all of the, the picks in the past, and with this truly being the last ticket that he can get to Augusta, you did not go with your boy of all boys. Yeah. And the fact that he knows he's got to get the job done this week in order to get a ticket to Augusta – I actually think quite frankly, if there's a week that Ricky Fowler truly mentally goes into it, like I got to get this figured out and done. This is the week because <laughs> yeah. it, it's the last week and, and nobody wants to see Ricky not be in the field that I would be very, very shocked. Obviously he's not been playing well, but I was very shocked that you did not go with him. I think your picks are phenomenal. Um I remember watching, and again, just like you, I apologize for butchering it, but Akshay, I watched him at, I believe he came in as an amateur in the Masters back in, what, 2019, and the kid was a phenom. I mean, he he was steady Eddie. So, Powerful
5: left-handed kidder, yeah. Yeah,
4: so I, I'm just surprised you didn't go with your boy, but uh, – you know, Look, hopefully I think we're all Ricky, wrong because I would love to see Ricky get it done, get out of the slump just to be oh, back yeah. at
5: Augusta. Like, that would be a, it, a good storyline. Well, be, I bet you all fans will be cheering for him too. I think everybody I, I, wants I, Ricky at Augusta. Do I think Ricky will get to Augusta? No, I don't. I think Ricky's, I don't even think Ricky, to be honest with you, I could even see Ricky miss the cut this week. He's playing that bad of golf as of late. I mean, he has a few rounds here and there, but then he blows up with a 78. Right. I mean, you just can't do that. Yeah, guys, how about how about this? I took
3: Jordan Spieth three months ago. Yeah. We were like, is he ever going to find his game again?
4: Yep. I think the the big thing with Jordan, and this is a great actually segue, so I appreciate you setting me up for this. I think Jordan's finally figured out how to calm the nerves, and I think he has been able to truly get over that mental block that he had, and it was a block. I mean, there was there's no other way to say it. Um, he couldn't figure out what was going wrong he was missing it both ways he couldn't get it done with the flat stick but he's finally got over it and he looks calm cool collected and you know what I don't know if he has but if he hasn't I'm definitely recommending that he needs to continue to try these guys because obviously we've all seen the amazing effects by them and I'm speaking of no other than our good friends over at Yip's we can't bring up calming the nerves on the course without bringing them up. They are official CBD and herbal supplement of Golf Talk Live in the 19th hole. And they're the world's first full spectrum CBD supplement. They have figured out a way to create a product with zero loss of the degradation and plant strain profile, which is known as the Lacey Effect. There are no toxins, additives, or chemicals like other big CBD brands. And it's created with all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients so that it's good for you. So again, I can't emphasize this enough. If you're looking to get a hold of a great product that truly does what it says it's going to do, this is the phenomenal product that you need in your hands. And be sure to use our code GTL10 for 10% off. Again, that's GTL10 for 10% off, and start being able to see those great benefits today. So, great segue. I appreciate you setting me up for it, but uh, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. He he needed the help, and I'm glad that he's
5: been able to get it. So. I think Ricky should be taking notes from Jordan.
4: Need well, honestly, needs some. I mean,
5: this is this is arguably. I, I know for a fact that Ricky doesn't want to, um, you know, miss miss Augusta, right? I know that place is very special to him. He's always statistically played well there. You know, I bet you right now that Ricky's going to be firing at all pins. He's not going to be playing it safe. He's going to try to make eight birdies around if he can. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but again, it's, I think this is the most pressure he'll face arguably in in a long time. I think is this tournament coming up.
4: What would you say? And I'll pose this question to you guys. Obviously we've had our picks in at this point, so we can't go back on them. But what would you say if I told you, you could take Ricky Fowler and give him the lead after three rounds, does he get it done? Yes or no?
5: I don't think
4: so. Nope. You think he would choke it away, even if you had a big I think
3: the pressure. I don't I, think. I mean, well, here, perfect example. Look at Jordan. I mean, look at look at Jordan, and I go back to one when they when they had the camera. It was the mic was on him, and and he's talking to uh, to Mike, and he's saying, he goes, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna hit. I think it was Pebble Beach. I'm going to hit eight because the adrenaline." He was so pumped up. How do you think Ricky feels knowing the eyes of the golf world are on him? I mean.
4: Yeah, but these guys have had the, the – my, my thing is if I give Ricky a lead, I mean, what? I guess the better question would be what lead does he need going into Sunday to truly be able to cap it off? Five or six. I, I mean, and that's that, that was the number I had, at least five, because his putting stroke has been atrocious. And he has been so inconsistent that, like, I could see him going out and shooting some, like, a 64, 65, and then 60, let's say, 9, right, and still be only leading by, like, 4 and choke it away on Sunday because he's just – he's not been around it for so long, even though we've only ever known Ricky as, like, he's a fan favorite. He's going to have the eyes of the world on him. So, it's – it's a it's a weird situation for him, nonetheless. But
5: well, coming from a guy too that had a ninety ninety one percent make in nineteen on on tour. He, he I mean he was inside ten feet. Ninety one percent of his putts went in. Yep. In two thousand nineteen, right? And again, I don't. I think all eyes are on him, like I Al alluded to. And I don't even think if he had a five shot lead, I don't even think he'd get it done.
4: No, I, I don't personally. I,
5: I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, don't I think know. with the nerves of going to Augusta. And I think knowing somebody can come back on this course statistically from six down to even tie the lead, there's oh, going to be a lot of low numbers at this course this so week. Go back a couple of
3: seasons ago, I mean, you could you could go low on this golf course without Absolutely.
4: question. So, yep. yep, thousand percent.
3: All right, all right, boys, put the flag in on eighteen. Another edition of the nineteenth hole coming to the end. Christian, you're going second.
4: Andrew, what's your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are thank you guys all for tuning in. As always, we greatly appreciate all the support. Um, I always say this, and I, or at least usually do, please let any friends, family, whoever you may know that's either in the game or looking to get into the game, um, give us uh, a big shout out to them. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we're only going to continue to grow by uh, growing with you guys, so we definitely appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to the upcoming week of Augusta. I know it's not until next week, but looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, I can't, uh, I'm just excited nonetheless. So.
5: Christian, what say you? Yeah. Like Andrew said, obviously continue to follow us on all of our journeys here. We're doing something really special here in 21 and we would appreciate you guys continuing to follow us along, give us feedback on how we can get better. Big shout out to all the women, by the way, playing in the Augusta national women's amateur this week. Huge uh, it's gonna it, it's gonna be a great tournament to watch um i know jennifer Cupcho won it last week and she said in her post-game interview that it was going to change the face of women's golf and i hope that it does because it's such a phenomenal tournament to watch um so big shout out to the ladies and i hope that they all play well um but again you know we'll see you guys on, a, on another show here coming up in a few days we got a great one coming up for you guys and um hope you guys have a great week stay safe and uh, we'll talk to you soon and I
3: want to throw it out to our April product of the month. I'm referring to Vegas Golf the Game. You'll be hearing about them more this upcoming, uh, not only this upcoming week, but this upcoming uh, month. About cool little product, fun game, something to be able to play while you're out with your friends. The other thing I wanted to let you guys know is, boys, I got to stick us to Augusta.
4: No, you didn't.
3: You're lying. April Fools, because that's when the show's being released. <laughs> oh, it killed me. Anyway, uh, Christian, I'm changing it up. Just wanted to tell you, in the words of Greg Norman, happiness is a long walk with a butter.